gotta say, this is a really, really good thing to be doing for a visual or an audio-based medium. <laughs> and with that, welcome to Tiffany's Hair. Oh, wait, are we already recording it? We've been recording since before you got oh. on. Huh. Molly didn't know that. Well, I'm gonna cut all of that. I'm gonna cut most of that out. Yeah, we just had it on just in case we were organically started. Just in case we had anything beautiful and funny to say. Yeah. You gotta have the banter. It's just candid audio. Banter? You've gotta have that banter. Thank you, Love Island. A bell. Refill Mr. Franklin's glass, will you? Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I will. How about a whiskey and soda? Oh, less soda than usual, thanks. And this is wine. To drink. Just a bit might improve your humor. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. No, I've had a couple. Come on, I'm not an excellent vintage it is too but if you're implying that i'm tipsy sir for those of you who don't know columbus so we're tipsy terror we have a guest today who does columbus ohio's best love island impression <laughs> her name oh, is Maddie. okay this is embarrassing because we've been friends for so long how do you pronounce your last name soldier like the coffee okay. i know i've never really said it okay i'm gonna, I'm gonna have only... to ask again but <laughs> I'm going to start only referring to you as Maddie Folger. Maddie Folger. Okay. So my friend Maddie Folger. It'd be like okay. fifth grade. Anyways, continue with your intro, Molly. <laughs> I didn't have anything else. That was that was, just, that was just a lead-in so I could finally fucking figure out how to pronounce your last name because it's been like agony. <laughs> Every time I've had to like, pick it up. I should and clarify, you know, Molly and Maddie have known each other since at least 2016. <laughs> yeah, that's right. right? <laughs> <laughs> right? That seems oh, right. Do you have any burning questions you feel like you can't ask me? Me? Um, if not, that's fine. And I'll I'll take the L. Or the don't do it now and elect to at any point in the middle of this any podcast of when you podcast. think of something. Okay. Oh I'll do okay. that. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> All right. So this long-winded intro is a way to say that we are Tipsy Terror, a podcast where we sometimes are sober or not, nope. and we talk about horror movies. Woo! Yeah. And I'm Molly. And I'm Harish. I'm Sam. And um, as I mentioned, we do have a very special guest, Maddie Folger like the coffee. Yeah. <laughs> not spelled like it, though. Today. But not spelled like the coffee. Right. No royalties <laughs> for me. Do you want to give it your social security number too? While we're just like talking about personal information. Okay, that no. was actually Whoa. the beginning. I shouldn't have said that. Bleep that out. Okay, I'll bleep it I out. Saw, I saw someone tweet that like somebody's uh, social security number is four twenty six nine six six six, and they can never ever brag about it. <laughs> oh no! That Except person... they're missing a number, right? No, it's well. I don't. Maybe that wasn't exactly it, but no, no, it's six, six, four twenty six nine six six six. There would have to be one more number. No, Mm -hmm. no. Oh yeah, because it's no. Yeah, four twenty first three, the middle two, sixty nine, the last four. No. Well, oh, there's four. I think the the number on the oh. I read this five days ago. Their number is (laughs) four twenty sixty nine six 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 pussy. 
and that's okay. it <laughs> okay i like it all right the security number is just a picture of baked bean furby <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> no. oh oh i've seen baked bean furby <laughs> never mind <laughs> and today we're continuing our m night Shyamalan series 28 days of m night i think Shyamalan see it's Mary. a good name maddie laughed and <laughs> <laughs> um and we're Are watching there films to do that no yeah. well, so we're only doing four <laughs> we're only doing four because we come out every week but it's so. 28 days because oh, okay. it's february yeah wait we've oh, done like 20 something movies could we do one every like theoretically we're not going to um that's the new like instagram challenge instagram challenge wait watch. so only directed 16 oh. uh damn it lot like 28 is like an impossible number to direct yeah yeah it's a lot of for like a big budget film that would never happen that's exhausting uh and the movie we're watching is the village (laughs) oh i thought it was science okay the village the village um from 2004 i think yeah yeah um what if i watched the sixth sense or something what would y'all have done well we We did an episode so we could like uh um edit you into that one (laughs) (laughs) yeah we'll cut out all your reactions from this episode and just edit them in these (laughs) same time points in the other episode perfect we should keep going I was gonna say, um, I'm, like Twenty Eight Nights of M Night is something like I sort of did in high school, my senior year, because my friend Emily was like, "Have you seen an M Night movie?" And I was like, "No." And she was like, "Okay, well now we're watching all of them." So we did, like we watched the OGs um, yeah. that I hadn't seen, which was all of them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, I think we watched The Village first, so this is sort of like it's a special. This is my first M. Night movie, too. I didn't know we had that bond. The reason I... So the reason Maddie is on this episode is because I asked her to be. But I asked her because one time, uh, our sophomore year of college, Maddie and I worked at the front desk of our dorm, and you were, like, allowed to do anything during your shift. And we were working, like, a long overnight shift where we weren't going to see anybody. And so we watched a double feature of The Village and Twilight. <laughs> and so, oh my god, I forgot. It's a good double feature. <laughs> so when I think of The Village, I think of two things. I think of Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson, and I think of Maddie Folger. <laughs> <laughs> what is the first part about? <laughs> That's just from the first night. I the first time I watched it, I was like ten years old, and Since You've Been Gone was like a hit on the radio, and I just remember listening to the radio after that. And so I just associate those two things together Love it. <laughs> so i th- i think of joaquin phoenix when i hear kelly clarkson wow it's what he would want yeah it mm-hmm. is he would like that anyways the movie i have weird connections like that too um you know the song like don't let the sun go down on me mm-hmm. yes. uh, um when i was a kid like i read this book um it was like because i i went to like a christian like private school like um for like kindergarten through third grade or something through second grade and one of the uh i i got a book from the library that was like a christian like adventure book 
and the plot Sounds was right. that like they found like a portal to hell and like satan was coming out um and it creeped me out a lot and also and now anytime i hear that song i'm triggered to get creeped out by satan coming <laughs> back to earth that's so funny what a great conditioning wow. you've done to yourself yeah um so molly have you seen this movie i was before? about to say harish and molly uh go ahead i watched it today nice <laughs> she texted us and i don't want to spoil stuff but like she started off she was like a third into the movie and she's like this is great and then like after she finished the movie she's like yeah it was a movie <laughs> like not in a bad way i like i think it was good it was like okay yeah. so for context for what i was thinking um I was, I, 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 as a bit, I asked if there was, these captions are really stressing me out. Trying to, like, <laughs> I know, I think I need to turn them off. <laughs> yeah, it was, I couldn't deal with it, like, happening under the screen. Um, I, as a bit, asked, um, hey, is there a twist in this movie? Because, like, I, I knew there was, um, but I didn't know what it was. And um, Sam and Harish, they texted me back, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Sam said, it's very divisive. And I was like, okay. And I was like watching it and then we get to we get to the twist and I'm like, oh that was like a fine twist. Like it didn't like affect my opinion of the movie, you know? Yeah. I don't think any worse or better of this movie, like, with a twist. That's what some people have a problem with, is that this twist really? is like bland and boring. And some people think it's just a dumb twist. Like they don't like that that's what the twist was. Like they think it's bad. Okay. And I'm like, Yeah, it's good. It's fine. <laughs> I, I like I didn't know that was what the criticism was, yeah. but that's stupid. Did you... I have an opinion on the twist, and it's neither of those. Oh! That these people are fucking insane. <laughs> and not in a fun way, not in a cool way, in a stupid way, but, like, not stupid. Yeah. We'll talk. It's just weird. Um, Molly, did, did you know anything about the movie before watching it, though? No, I had no idea. I really... Okay. I've, I love stuff like this, so I was super like I was really into it. Right. Um, yeah. It reminds me. Um, one of my recommendations is going to be the game One Night Ultimate Werewolf. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of that. Like the same kind of. It's like it, it's like a long form play about One Night Ultimate Werewolf. <laughs> but not uh, nice. really. Yeah. Um. So Harish, this was your first time watching it. Yeah, I like knew the twist, the the main twist. Um, and I knew there was like a monster, monster element, but I didn't really know anything about it going in. Other than that, um, yeah, and I mean, I I didn't really expect to like it, but I thought it was fine. Um, uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about it. Uh, <laughs> I know, I'm like, do we have to not spoil it for everyone? Because Wait, I mean, I'm not going to be able to do I that. I feel like we're going to be just... Because one of my points about this movie is how fucking obvious the twist is very early. As When you know what it is, like, the yeah. second, like, the plot starts, you're like, how did I not guess this? Um, so, like, we can say it because I'm going to yeah. point out the moments that do well, that. Yeah, okay. I mean... <laughs> It we doesn't matter. keep trying to do that bit we tried to do or last or on the sixth sense where you kept just doing the twist. We'll just keep no, it let's vague. Be upfront about it. Also, just for context, when you're gonna say this, I'm gonna be surprised because the whole time, um, it, even when the twist happened, I was like, "How is that a twist?" I thought that's just how the movie was. Right. That's my point. You just like know when you're watching it. There's also like two twists. There's a minor twist yeah. and then a bigger twist. Yeah. Oh, I like the minor twist yeah. a lot. 
a lot. Okay. Oh, same. What are we considering? I, I want to say, what are we considering the minor <laughs> and the major? Because I'm worried that we think they're different things. Let's keep being Not vague like. about the twist. You can Okay, um, well, let's reveal the twist. <laughs> um, but before that, a little background on the movie. When it starts, it's set in this village in the woods that um, basically their technology is where... They're what Amish. Say, this like, movie's about Amish people. Yeah, Amish people level technology. And then at the end of the movie, like after this whole movie has been in that style, you know... It, it seems like it's a ho- historical Horror. fiction. Um, and then at the end of the movie, what happens? <laughs> she climbs over a wall and then somebody drives up in a fucking Range Rover or like a Land Rover and you realize that it's present day. Yeah. And like, we'll get into the post stuff like that, but there's this one part what? that fucking kills me. Um, so but that's the big twist. That's the major twist. Yeah. Is that what y'all were considering the major twist? Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Because the minor twist is that. Huh? I love the minor twist. I do too. That's what makes the movie for me. It's like Mm -hmm. the 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 major twist is like okay, that's fine, but like it would be nothing without finding out that these monsters that have been harassing this community and these children have grown up terrified of, thinking they were this real entity. You find out are just the elders of the village pretending to be these monsters to scare the kids into like not even considering like what life will be like because they know that they can't even go into the woods because they'll die that's Mm -hmm. fucked up i was considering that as part of the major twist Uh, though in a way because it is like the reason that they're able to do this partially right Mm-hmm. And yeah. my minor twist was that it's Adrian Brody. Yep. yep, 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 yep. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was thinking that too. That's that that scene, I almost started crying. We can get into it when we get to it, but like, oh my god. I I've like I forgot how like that fucked me up. I had like flashbacks to being a child being like, What the fuck? I know. Yeah, it's I can see aggressively be really, really scary. Yeah. It's unsettling for sure. Like as an adult but like if i i, I was a, i was a little bitch from the ages of like baby to well what like mostly now but like when i was 20 um and i couldn't watch scary stuff i get super freaked out and so this would have traumatized me. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the design of the creatures is so fucking good to me like mm-hmm. even whenever you're looking at it head on when he's running like at first you're like oh kind of sleep but then when you're looking at it you're like well, if I was, like, growing up in this village and I saw something like that, that's something that I would believe lived out there. Yeah. And it's, like, mm-hmm. fucking... Especially the profile of it is so... Mwah, beautiful. It very much, like, ingrained with nature, almost. Yeah. Which I really love. Like, how natural to the woods, it like, the design of the creature is, while also looking, like, like human and inhuman. Um, mm-hmm. Very, very good design choices. Yeah, I, good use of color too. Sorry, yeah, but. good use of color. I thought it was silly, but like I liked it. Yeah, it's just yeah, good. It's just it, fun. It was weird. Yeah. What's silly about it to me too? Now that you mention it, is the fucking way it walks. It's like yeah, exactly. Who who made that choice? Right. It's like a Charlie <laughs> Chaplin walk underneath. I, well, I think that what we're mostly are you associating like the running part? Uh. I'm thinking about the first time it comes in to the town. Yeah, me too. 
when they're like on the like tower and he looks down and then he sees the thing walking it's just very funny the way it walks <laughs> i was thinking about because the in the part in the woods at the end where it's adrian birdie yeah because there's this bit where he runs and he kind of runs funny but then i realized i was like oh it's because it's adrian birdie so it would be yeah. in character as him as the yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah that made a lot of sense I'm, i was thinking about that as it happened and then i was like that makes more sense almost then the initial they're just like hey everybody what's going on in yeah. the village, in the village the they also it whenever it's in the watchtower and they're watching down for it it, it kind of sprints by like it so like they started really fast and then when they got into the town they were like really slow well yeah i don't know it it seemed like it was like to me it looked like it was just like walking fast as if it was in a hurry like not not running just like like walking politely but walking fast <laughs> like you're trying to get across the airport but you don't want to run mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what it looked like to me that's good that's good all right so she's you- holding so many bags it's just slowing you down <laughs> um should we i guess start from the beginning <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sure. We already kind of talked about the middle. Well, <laughs> without any context. I think with this one, it's fine to skip around because I think there's like kind of two stories happening. There's the the weird like monster stuff, but then there's also the just like story? the love story. Yeah, it's romantic. So we can just talk about the love story first, okay. and then talk about the actual horror stuff. Um. Um. So so many celebrities are in this there's a lot of main characters yeah even like sub character like tiny like just bit parts are played by fucking celebrities yeah and then the guy that judy greer marries he's not a celebrity but that's the fucking dude from cabin in the woods yeah like the fool the stoner guy that's him yeah <laughs> why is he in so many of the movies we watch i don't know have a conversation with him yeah i'd like it here. yeah let's um, invite him on the podcast speaking of judy greer is in this and of course she's like perfect right. in her role like no better casting in the world um yeah brendan gleason brendan gleason yeah um, but fucking love. He's good in everything. Oh yeah. That guy Michael Pitt, I'm looking at IMDb as we speak, but he's he creeped me out because of the one movie he was in with Sandra Bullock. Anyone know? I don't know who Michael I Pitt is. I don't know who Michael Pitt is. He is Wait. Oh, he's the one guy who like leaves her in the woods, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's the weird one who's like, Ooh, I'm gonna kiss this blind girl in the woods and you know i, I don't really know if that's what happened i was watching it today wa- again get- while i was at work and i've watched it like five times before so i was like yeah, i got the gist and i realized what were they doing you do feel like it's that's a weird moment between them in the woods mm-hmm. wait so um, oh oh yeah yeah i remember at the end yeah william hurt is in this movie he's one of the main characters okay let's let's like go through the main characters no we're just first. gonna say who's in it yeah so there's the leader of the town william hurt william hurt okay and what's his character's name william hurt well it so, is uh, 
Edward Walker. 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 Yeah, Walker's the name. Um, I could not have told you that. <laughs> he's like the may- uh, mayor, kind of, basically. He's the town leader. He's the yeah. cult leader. Yeah. And then they have, like, basically all the families in town, the, the like, adult generation <laughs> the older generation like meets as a council who has the town kids council. of like every age range yeah. you have walking vmix who's like 30 and then there's like tiny children so i'm like have right. the 30 year olds started reproducing is that where we're at they're all over the age range right and brendan gleason is one of those and he it, the movie starts with him burying his kid who yeah. looks like it's like six years old yeah but at this point brandon gleason has like full-grown sons <laughs> who are like in stuff so i just don't buy it that he had a six-year-old anyways continue dude people who have dicks can have kids as long as they want yeah that's, that's true. true that's true yeah not fair um because um, the only time i'll ever want to have a kid of my own right is when i'm on my deathbed that's true that's true <laughs> I want that for you. I think about that. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, anyway. So, yeah. So, the leader, Walker, has two daughters, um, Bryce Ellis Howard and, and Judy, Judy Greer. Greer. Bryce Ellis Howard is blind. And boy, does she whip that cane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she has this weird, <laughs> like... say that. <laughs> I can't because she's not actually blind and she's a non-blind person playing a blind person. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. What is her name in the movie? Ivy. Ivy. Yeah. Anyways, what were you saying about... She, she has, like, a weird superpower where she can, like, see people's colors she talks about even though she's blind. So she can see Joaquin Phoenix's character, but she won't tell him what his color is. Yeah. Does she ever say? I don't think I don't she, think ever, she says. ever says. Which, I don't remember okay. it. I just want to know, how does she know like what the colors are? Because yeah. you can't describe a color. So how <laughs> nope. does she know what the color red is? Right. You know what I mean? If she's well, been blind her whole I life. I guess if, if, she's, if they're able to compare it to something, can she only see people's colors? Which is why I was, I'm confused. Yeah, because yeah. She, you know, like if she could see other things. Yeah. Yeah. Because she said she said that everything's dark, but she can see colors. Color. Weird. Hmm. Yeah. So that I think makes no sense. Previously, see or it's a plot hole. I think it's a plot <laughs> hole. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really come into it at all. No, it means oh, nothing. Except at the end, like. Oh yeah. well, towards yeah. the right. She can't see his color or whatever yeah. that thing. <laughs> yeah. Let's so, see what IMDb goofs has to say about this. Or trivia where somebody just comes in there to complain. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So they're the sisters. And then there's um, uh, Sigourney Weaver, who's one of the adult generation. And she kind of seems to have a thing with Walker. William, yeah. A weird, like, They can't be tension. together, but yeah. they want to be. Yeah. And her son is Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, what's his name? Lucius. Lucius. Yeah. Oh, what a good name. Lucius. Lucius. And he, his character is that he's just brave. And he's quiet. He's he very quiet. He doesn't talk a lot. Yeah. And he just doesn't have the feeling of fear. He's a very brave boy. He wants to go to town. Yeah. He was also like, I think people considered him to be kind of weird. Because, like, I don't think he had a lot of friends. Because he yeah. was, like, friends with that boy who died because, like, people Uh-oh. didn't, like, hang out with him. Yeah. The well, considering... outcast. Mm-hmm. Considering how he looked when, in, like, the first scene you see him in, and he stared back 
at Judy Greer like this. And I was like, are you going to puke? I'm confused. Yeah. It was weird. It was so... I was like, I don't know what you're going for. And then yeah. she was that upset. So, oh so there's... Screaming. Like her child died. <laughs> Holy shit. So, there, yeah, there's a little love triangle at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Where Judy Greer wants to propose to Joaquin Phoenix. And then she confesses her love to him in the most dramatic, a very dramatic fashion. Speech. And all these people, one thing that is really cool is like the script is like written in the style of kind of like Shakespearean. Yeah. Kind of like you feel like it's even if it's not accurate. I don't know if it's accurate. It feels like it's accurate. It's its own like time. Yeah. Yeah. It really puts it like in kind of that like 19th century. Yeah. Right. Vibe. Um, but not in like a distract. Not you know how some movies like are. It's like distracting. Yeah, right. yeah. It's not like that. It's not for this. One. So yeah. she like confesses her love and is so fucking dramatic. And then she looks back and he's just like, uh. And then it immediately cuts away. Once again, solidifying M Night is a comedy director. Yeah, and she is <laughs> crying like so loudly. It oh is God. disturbing how loudly she's screaming about this. Yeah. Um, but she ends up marrying the guy from Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods, who I think it's implied is gay, but I can't, uh, I can't confirm. But I think there's like subtle nods to the fact that she's a beard for him. Yeah. Um. So Joaquin Phoenix, his whole thing is he wants to go to the towns to get medicine because people are dying, getting sick in their town. And they know their elders have told them that there's a, the towns nearby. Um, and they're bad places. But, like, the woods around them are, like, haunted by these weird rat kind of animals. It's not like <laughs> pigs, like wild boar. They call them... porcupines. Yeah, yeah, oh, porcupine porcupines, type. Yeah. yeah. And they call them those we don't speak of. Yeah. Um, and... He wants to go to towns, uh, and he thinks he can make it past them. Because he thinks that they'll sense his fear and see that he's on a mission for good. Right, yeah. Uh, and he, so he goes to the town leaders and like is like, I want to do this. Give me permission to do this. So, um, also, we haven't talked about Adrian Brody's character. Oh, yeah. Who, I, I don't really like the character, the way <laughs> it's portrayed. So he's like... I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's... <sighs> He's mentally disabled. Yeah. And like, he's like, he's a full grown adult. Right. But he's like, like, obviously, I don't even know like what he would even have. Like, it's just kind of like a stereotype of like a mentally disabled person, you know? Right. Yeah. They like went the route where like the mental disability bleeds into like he's a psychopathic right. yeah violent. it makes him yeah. dangerous yeah which is a really shitty way um to write a plot yeah and it it reminds me actually i have a friend whose brother has like nonverbal autism and it very much seems modeled after that and oh, it's like yeah interesting yeah choices. yeah yeah it's it's doesn't it's not yeah a great yeah way. it's not great written a more dynamic character that achieved the same like plot outcome right you know and it's, it's a shame that they didn't yeah it, yeah it sucks um 
so basically what's happening is around the town they keep finding like skinned livestock um and in the end it's revealed that adrian brody was the one who was doing, doing all it that. yeah um but they are blaming it on those we don't speak of <clears throat> um but anyway he is like close friends with ivy mm-hmm. and ivy kind of takes care of him um and after uh judy greer proposes to um <laughs> lucius uh she goes and meets him um in the like at the edge of the woods you know Mm -hmm. they just have a little and she she says she tells him that she thinks that he's in love with her and that's why he rejected Mm -hmm. um her sister and there's this like bit of like denying it and then they like basically prove that they love each other and there's this huge like dramatic ass scene where he talks about how he knows he loves her because he wants to protect her or something right, like that. Right. <coughs> right. Later on, um, at, um, the sister's wedding actually, I think is when, uh, he, he like confesses his love and it's super dramatic. Mm-hmm. Um, very corny. I did not like it. <laughs> oh, Oh, I'll, I don't want to move on from this yet, but yeah, I also, I think it's weird. Like the things he's saying aren't, I don't think are as romantic as like, Right. M. Knight might have thought they were. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What did you guys think about about his? What did he say? Because I know the scene, but he, I think I was I was working, so I don't think I watched that part. He was just saying how like he can't leave that porch because like out of everything, he like can only focus on like keeping her safe. Because right. at this point, the um we kind of skipped over it, but the monsters have come into the town like yeah. once, maybe twice already. Oh, yeah. You're like knocking the doors with red. Like, yeah, it's yeah. Cat. It's like, I feel like it's my job to protect you, right. but I don't love doing it. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's not as, it's not like dedication. It's like, well, it's like obligation. A little yeah. Like. You know, that's the difference. I but think. it's but because what he, was going for. he loves her. Yeah. That's what he says. Yeah. <laughs> But oh. yeah, basically they confess their love to each other um, and decide to get married. They also like, they don't say like, we lo- I love you or something. They say, somebody says like, or Bryce Dallas Howard or something says along the lines of like, I want to dance at our wedding. And then he ends his big speech by saying, and we will dance at our wedding. And I was like, oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> that part I thought was sort of romantic. <laughs> I, I mean that's, I get it. that's the corniness i need i get that it's romantic but it makes me like squirm <laughs> oh right. my god for a second i thought you were gonna say squirt oh, I'm no. <laughs> in my head that was the word that was gonna come out of your mouth when i heard squat <laughs> molly you doing you doing all right no <laughs> What were you saying a second ago? So so everyone in the village learns learns that uh, these two, Ivy and Lucius, are getting engaged. The word the gossip spreads about town. And Adrian Brody comes to meet 
what came oh yeah so like everyone's celebrating and super happy and everything yeah and then joaquin turns around and is like hey i know you're like close to her and i just want to let you know i'm sorry and then he like pauses and it's really dramatic he like has this whole speech prepared because he i guess he knew he knew yeah yeah and so like he he's it's like really quiet and dramatic and he's like looking at the camera like really confused and then he looks down and like you follow and then you see adrian Brody pulling a knife out of his stomach yeah and then like oh god it's so like harish was like floored he was like i did not see that coming right (laughs) i didn't see it coming that's the big twist you guys right that is that is more shocking than the actual twist yeah Yeah. Yeah, I remembered that that happened, but I did not remember how like hard it was well, to watch. He like he does the one right in his stomach, okay, and then he starts to walk away, and the camera's just in the corner, just watching him. Um, and he starts to walk away, and then he turns around, um, because like I guess like um Joaquin is still like moving a little bit or something, and he turns around, and then he like keeps like going back and forth thinking about it, and then he like goes to Joaquin and just like stabs him like a few more times just very casually um right after that uh and it's like ugh and the camera's like kind of moving away as that's happening and i was like uh oh maybe he's all right and then he goes back and then stabs him like directly in the middle of his chest like three times and i'm like oh wow this this dude's not surviving this but yet <laughs> but he somehow he survives <laughs> yeah I mean, people have survived worse freak ac- accidents. I mean, it's possible, but it's like... In the 1800s? Yeah. Is it true yeah. that, like, statistically, like, unless it's, like, really, really bad, like, you'll probably survive a stabbing if you can get, like, am- like medical attention pretty quickly? I think that's... Unless you get something major. I think that's kind of true because there's this girl I follow on Twitter who last year, she was in, like, another country, and this kid just randomly decided he wanted to go stab somebody and she just happened to be at the park and he stabbed oh her like eight times. Okay. Actually, you sent a tweet of hers to our group today, Molly. Um, is that really? Yeah, Emma Bearquist or something is her name. Oh. Um, she got she, she got stabbed like seven or eight times and like she like passed out of this park and stra- with her dog and like strangers were helping her and like an, a par- like paramedics came and they saved her life and like she explains that she was like oh I was like if this would have happened I could have died but like it was just she randomly was stabbed but um she got stabbed a lot and she like she's fine wow but anyways I don't just, know if I'd want to live after that you know Ugh. she's fine she just has like big scars um and she brags about it a lot (laughs) i was gonna say like the ptsd from that oh two weeks oh yeah i can imagine but i was just saying this because to prove like yeah you can get stabbed a lot and be fine it's it's so hit or miss though i i I, like i realized i kind of phrased it weird like not statistically but Mm -hmm. like a lot of times like if you're lucky about whatever like when you get stabbed like you can survive but like it also goes the other way where like they can hit something like really major yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and you're done but also in this movie joaquin gets stabbed in both the stomach and the heart and the heart yeah <laughs> <laughs> two very bad places to get stabbed right <laughs> like one of my nightmares is getting like shot or stabbed in the stomach yeah oh sometimes i try to imagine it and like mm. i can't <laughs> i really can't 
but according to that girl who got stabbed, she did say that getting stabbed felt like how she thought it would. So. <laughs> how bad? Not that's that's horrible. Not. For I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Getting stabbed hurts. I don't know. Oh, it hurts. Sure. It's got to like, Yeah. Oh my god. I don't know. I think about it's the feeling, hurt. not the feeling of getting stabbed, but like the air that you'd feel. Does that make sense? Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Because I think I feel like getting stabbed would be so sharp, but then I would be like, okay. Yeah. But then, like the feeling of stuff on your insides—that's where the pain comes in. Yeah. We don't exactly. have to include this conversation. Anyway. <laughs> like, you ever you ever feel like a really sharp pain, and it's like, well, it would kind of burn after, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. On your skin, probably from like yeah. I think there's that feeling of just like. I wanted to say an open gash, but I don't love that word. Yeah. And that that has a specific Ugh. feeling that you don't get, you know, like other places. Does that make sense? <laughs> yep. Yeah. How much, how much different than a gash would a stab be? Probably not much. Also, you're losing blood with the stab and you're in shock. So, like, you probably feel it a little less. Isn't a gash a stab? It's a cut. Uh, it, it's... Like yeah. A deep cut. The gash yeah. is a cut and the stab is a nut. Um, there we go. Cool. Tagline. <laughs> uh, can we pause? Because Bernie has to pee. Yeah, sure. go yeah. pee. I yeah. also have to pee. Anyways, where were we? We're talking about Sixth Sense. And um, get this. Bruce Willis is in the movie. And I wasn't expecting that. Big twist. Whoa. No. Um, Village. Um. Joaquin Phoenix just got stabbed. He got stabbed. stabbed. Yeah. He's like, so he's like, they um they get Bryce Dallas Howard and are like, hey, Joaquin Phoenix just got stabbed. Come visit him. And then well, for whatever reason, she's like, I need to go to the town. Yeah. Well, there there's a dramatic scene where she finds his body yeah. and she goes, oh, yeah. I don't see your color, Daddy. I don't see his color. <laughs> her, her, um, and they have to her drag her out. In. Yeah. That is yeah. dramatic, though. Because... I need to comment on that scene because yeah. this mid is walking around. She's walking really fast, and she's like, you know, got her hand out, and she's using her cane. She gets to the steps. In my opinion, the hardest part to navigate, I would imagine, for someone who has um, vision problems, and she throws the cane down. <laughs> I don't get that. That makes no sense, Bryce Dallas Howard. And then just goes without it. I'm like, ma'am, do some more character work there. <laughs> well, I love you, but... There's also that scene earlier where they race and she she just runs. And I guess she like has the path memorized. Yeah. There, there is a bit, though, when she's walking up in that scene, the... Um, the um music goes completely away and you can just hear the like amplified bits of like the sound she's listening for and like you can kind of hear her hushed counting because she's counting her steps and she's she's like she knows where she's going because she like needs to get there as fast as possible i did like that so um so yeah so she like he's dying but if he had some antibiotics, he could probably make it. So she's some like... Antibiotics. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I need to go to the freaking town. Someone, please, finally. I'll do it. It's <laughs> Uber. Bro, it's not that hard. <laughs> and her dad's like, uh, okay. 
I guess since you're blind, like you won't be <laughs> realize that it's it's not what they ex- what you expect. So I'll send you out. Um, so he does a big reveal. Um, but before we do the reveal, we should explain what the monsters are and the first like attacks that they go through. So the people in this village are like afraid to go out in the woods because they're like these big scary monsters live there they've killed so many members of our community so it's this real insular isolated community in these woods that like can't leave because they don't want to get killed by all the monsters that like rove around out there they have all these rules and like weird like weird practices like they sacrifice like meat the color red is the bad color you can't have any red and And there's like a truce with them right Mm mm-hmm if they find anything red, they have to bury it immediately. Well, there's a truce because they say, like, we can't go into the woods. And if we do, like, they'll retaliate because they respect that they don't come over here. Like like the vampires and werewolves in Twilight, much, much mm-hmm. like that. That was perhaps the blueprint. It was. Mm-hmm. For a minute in the movie, like, everything's fine. And you're just kind of, like, casually that's referred to. But then... Yeah red berries pop up right they find a bunch of red berries uh and they freak out um and then like a few nights later just like a monster just shows up in the village well right before that joaquin phoenix had like taken a couple steps into the woods he wants to go yeah to the towns but um uh, he goes, finds the bush of, like, red berries, and then he tries to go past, and then, like, there's a bunch of rustling sounds, and he gets scared and goes away. There's a moment where he goes, he steps into the woods, and, like, something moves, and you kind of see a little bit of the thing. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't make sense to me because there's no red involved, it's just brown. But I'm like, did an elder, like, sprint over, get dressed, and fucking sprint into the woods? You know, when they, like, were they keeping eyes on him and just reacted like that? Or was one just chilling? Adrian Brody stalking him. Oh, it could have been. That's what I was thinking. I think it Mm. was, because he was probably, like, doing it. That was maybe their, like, foreshadowing of that event. That could have been it, actually. That's a good point. That's a good idea. But, yeah, so he does that. And so as, like, the retaliation one comes into the um town mm-hmm. and it's cool because like it's there's these guys who like watch the tower at night that's like their job mm-hmm. and like one of them hears a knocking on the like um hatch and he's like oh lucius is that you and then like he goes and looks out like he looks under and there's nobody there and then suddenly one of the creatures like speed walks as harish would say like mm-hmm. from underneath and that's the first, right. I think, like, scare of the movie, to be honest. Yeah. And the music gets really intense. And so he rings the alarm bell. Found the and, alarm. Uh, <laughs> I was just going to say that. I was Not thinking a- it. <laughs> but also, um, I was thinking it, that's a song that, like, imagine... And I, I hate to skip forward, but I can't not say this thought. Grace Dallas Howard goes to the town, and that's the first thing she hears. How <laughs> was she not going to know that things are different? Uh, oh, She'd be no. barbed for sure. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> that's the first modern music you hear. Okay, anyways. Now- <laughs> anyways. 
Do you know Pound the Alarm by Nicki Minaj? Of course. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Just Dance 3. <laughs> so, yeah, I am. Harish is a barb? <laughs> I'm tweeting that. Oh, wait, I don't have access to the Tipsy Terror account. Oh, my God. <laughs> um. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so the thing comes into town, la- sound the alarm, and then sound the alarm, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> big fan, <laughs> and then um, uh, everyone in town is running into their houses. Uh, there's like some stuff where Ivy is afraid of where um, Lucius is, and she like stands by the door and holds her hand out. Right, and I then, don't like that scene anyway. Yeah, it's it's just. I don't know. It's stupid. If I was her sister, I would have left her. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they all make it. Nobody uh, gets hurt. Uh, and the next morning, there's just like some red paint on someone's door. And they're like, and oh. Skinned animals around the right. village as well. Cats and the like. Um, Honestly, the first. Te- oh, it's not really technical scare, but when they find the first dead animal like when nothing has happened yet and that thing looks creepy yeah way too yeah real i couldn't tell what it was yeah i know it looked like a rabbit but also a A dog yeah i assumed cat because they later say that the animals were like skinned yeah so it makes sense looking like a chicken breast so or it was a prop (laughs) that is more likely Going big brain. Brain's going to the moon, you guys. <laughs> going to the moon. <laughs> I love that. Uh, Next is the big wedding. Oh yeah, can Judy you imagine wedding. your wedding ending like this? Yeah. So Judy Greer yeah, has so- a wedding. <laughs> that's, that's not ideal. <laughs> but um, it's interrupted because they hear. Well, like their whole reception or whatever is interrupted because. They hear children screaming and they go outside and there's like just a bunch of dead skinned animals animals all over. Guys, I have huge news. Um, Have you seen the fourth episode of How To with John Wilson? Yeah, we've seen all of it. With the guy who has the foreskin thing? Yeah. 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 He just liked my tweet about the show. What? The The TLC Tugger account. Like, (laughs) the foreskin liked your tweet? Oh Mr. my god. What this are y'all talking about? For me, you guys. It's a show it called How To with John Wilson. It's very a la Nathan, Nathan Fielder. Yeah, Nathan Fielder. He's the producer. Uh, I thought you were talking about how to get away with murder and we're just being cutesy about it. No. <laughs> um, where were we? Um, the wedding, skinned animals. There's skinned animals everywhere. Yeah. And um, they it's the creatures, whatever. Okay, and then I gotta say, whoever would like, are we to assume like Adrian Brody did that, right? Yeah, that's what's so, supposed. Yeah. To. Fucking efficiency. He did all of that in the time span of a wedding, in which he was probably making appearances and intending to not look suspicious. Yeah, that is the best shooting prom situation I have ever seen. Like <laughs> we got to see none of it on camera. Because he wouldn't have had, he wouldn't have been able to do it before. People would have thought. Yeah. So he had to do it in the time that everyone was at the wedding. That's wild. 
you know. he got all the animals before and like it was a carry situation where he had them ready and was like i'll just throw them around a no, little bit. okay yeah okay maybe mm-hmm. maybe maybe that That's was his good. version of confetti <laughs> maybe you celebrate so if you're nice at a wedding you throw a bunch of dead animals yeah <laughs> maybe 2021 predictions anyone <laughs> dead bodies everywhere Oof. so uh yeah so then all the stuff happens with the love story and finally it's time for <laughs> ivy to go to the towns <laughs> and um <laughs> what's his name maxwell uh walker Ward- walker walker, <laughs> walker takes her to the shed that they're not supposed to go into and that's base that's what it's called literally yeah um, he's like do you know where we are and she's like the shed that we're not supposed to go to <laughs> i just had a plot question real quick um this yeah. part kind of confused me yeah. so like walker's doing all of this but um what's texas ranger doing oh my god <laughs> <laughs> shut up <laughs> 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 someone's got jared padalecki on the mind Ooh, do i ever um so i should so we should know that actually i'll just talk about it because um one of my problems is or not a problem with this movie but one thing i noticed is how obvious like the big twist is when you're watching it for the second time or third time or whatever yeah and um at this point, right before they go up to the shed, he's telling her, like, oh, my my father was, like, this big wealthy man. Yeah. And a guy, like, shot him in his sleep. Or, no, he has already told this story to Joaquin Phoenix. And then he recalls it. He's like, do you remember, right. like, my dad? And they he, love talking about how yeah. dangerous the towns are. And he, like, details it a little more. Well, like, we already know his dad got shot in his sleep by a guy that was jealous of money. And then we find out when he's talking to Bryce Dallas Howard that it was his dad's, like, finance partner. And then the guy killed himself afterwards. Right. But, um... And there's also... Everyone in town has, like, a little black box in the corner that they don't open. Yeah. And only the elder generation knows what's in there. Yeah. Molly? I was gonna say, um, this movie actually takes place in 2021. And the reason... The, the guy's dad got shot was over his GameStop stock. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to go to the moon, and that was not going to happen. <laughs> and the hedge fund guy made something happen. Oh um, so we find out. Sorry, uh, I just like to pepper in cultural references, so <laughs> like when we listen back, we can like know what was happening. Like, oh, I remember that. I love that. <laughs> um, so Sigourney Weaver, we find out her husband got killed somehow um had been killed and so she came over alone and then there's this chick named mrs clark who's the sheriff from signs um she says that her sister had gotten like taken and like killed and like she was found in like a dumpster or something and like so they they've all told stories of like past trauma or yeah but they they've worded in a way to not reveal that it's modern like they use right, right. verbiage that sounds like it could be old yeah but they say like these the are all from are like so what happens dangerous. in the towns because they're so dangerous and this is why they've come out here Never so go. they're like low-key up front about why it's going on like if you're paying attention you're like oh so they moved from this place because things were so evil sounds like now yeah you know yeah but anyways, uh, so we he... live in a society <laughs> not anymore they took <laughs> <society> away. <laughs> 
Hey, speaking of, is this a good time to pitch that we all move into a co-op together? <laughs> you know, I was thinking about that while watching this movie. I was like, you know, they're kind of living a good life. Right. Guys, what if we, dude, I, I've been thinking a lot about that meme. It's like, why are they not farming? If Why are they farming if there's no profit incentive? Like, or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, we could be farming for no profit incentive. Yeah, just for food. I like that. Well, I think it's, okay, so they're doing this, but they're like, they they've paid off the government so they could do yeah, this because I mean, yeah, it's implied rich. at the end because like you find out in him telling her before they go into the shed that his dad was a super wealthy man and that right. he didn't like having all that money so he's funding the having whole operation, the whole yeah. operation with his dad's money yeah and like so like i mean in a way like they're well, still doing that land right like yeah. that's their property Right. Like they bought out a spot and like they are paying off the government to keep them completely unknown. Yeah. Oh my God. I was going to ask, I was like, how ethical is that to do this to people who like didn't consent to living like that? Yeah. I was thinking, cults do that all the fucking time. Yeah. It's like yeah. not that crazy. Yeah. Tom. Tom's laying on the soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> He's angry. God damn it. Okay. <clears throat> Anyways. Yeah. So it's like, so in the shed scene he oh, reveals yeah. that uh the costumes like it's oh, the, the, the monsters, monsters are, are fake costumes. yeah they've just been using the costumes to scare people just to convince them not to go into the woods and not to go to the towns because the towns are dangerous props to them for their own safety great yeah. orchestration like convince a town to right. never leave what a good way to do it he the, says like it's dramatic. they make the noises in the that come out of the woods somehow and they like take shifts to do all the spooky things right what um uh but he also says that we modeled them after creatures that were rumored to be in this area yeah so he leaves the possibility open that there could be yeah <laughs> right and um, at this point i recalled like he had shown he shown her and i was like wait a minute there's one in the woods and i got so excited because i was like wait it's real i forgot how it turned out so when that <laughs> scene happened i was like oh god <laughs> <laughs> right before the death i remembered oh we're gonna find out it's a dramatic person but like i could not for the life of me remember who it was um so i got really excited for a minute and i got let down <laughs> i guess like that's what it was supposed to happen but um but she feels the like she feels the costume and it's like dramatic because like we see her grab the claw and then she jerks back and then it's like a shot and you see the costume and then he's like yeah we dress up yeah so, oh, 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 oh 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 i was confused um i thought you were jumping ahead to, oh no no oh, okay um when i was younger the shot of the costume hanging there i thought it was just a dead one and that he <laughs> was showing her a dead yeah. one to be no, like don't I fear it at first doesn't totally make sense until they say it yeah what if he she grabbed the claw and it was like a long acrylic nail and the dad said yeah we're barbed found the alarm this one is for the boys with the boomer systems <laughs> oh my god <laughs> wow what a good way to bring that back oh. no, I, you got me man <laughs> <laughs> anyway she's going to the towns um and they give her like two guys as escorts it's um 
the one guy from from uh Cabin in the Woods, right? Yes. And and then the guy Maddie was talking about, Michael Pitt, is that his name? Yes, Michael Pitt. That was his name. So they go together, they're wearing yellow, which is the safe color. Um so it's and like And the cloaks that the monster are wearing and the cloaks that they're wearing are the exact same, just different yeah. colors. Same cloaks, yeah. They different go to the colors. same tailor. Yeah. And nobody figures this out. This movie is little yellow riding hood. <laughs> It kind of is, because, like, that's a big bad wolf, but it's a big bad porcupine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, the two guys are, like, terrified, but they have this bag of magic rocks that are supposed to help them. <laughs> and But, like, the one guy's like, why have we never heard of these magic rocks before? <laughs> and he's like, I'm not going. And then he leaves. So, it's just the two of them, Michael Pitt and um, Ivy. Uh, and there's it's rainy. So they set up like between some trees. They, they set up a tarp. Miserable. Yeah, it looks awful. <laughs> um, and the dude like doesn't want to be there, so he like tells her. Um, yeah, he so he know. leaves a blind woman in yeah. the woods alone by herself, and it's like you'll figure it out. Bye. But, but then like he says like come with me at the end like yeah. in a very like sensual way he looks at it's her weird. and i don't like it yeah yeah agreed that is not bar behavior no like i don't know if he was supposed to play it like that or if that was him playing it like cool i don't know but it didn't work it didn't work maybe they had real life sexual tension <laughs> maybe i mean good for him she's bryce dallas howard Mm-hmm. that's what i always whenever two actors have like what i consider sexual tension i think it's because in real life they do there's no other reason <laughs> <laughs> that's it yeah i mean it's kind of that kind of has basis in truth like i mean like yeah. there has to be something sometimes it can right yeah, yeah. like you never know here maybe not but <laughs> so <laughs> so he leaves her alone anyway she immediately drops the magic rocks because she knows they're fake because she knows the monsters aren't real so she just goes casually she goes she finds this like um tree and then almost falls into a pit yeah oh my gosh yeah well um, no she she falls she but she like grabs the pit, yeah and then she like steps back and then where she's stepping caves and she like happens to grab some vines yeah. and then she's able to like crawl her way out and as soon as she gets out she like feels her way around and then like finds that giant log and feels it and like kind of collapses on it is like oh my god like i'm yeah. alive yeah and then she kind of feels the log up yeah anyway and then she keeps going uh and then she at one point she starts to hear things she hears cracks of like the yeah. branches some rustling around yeah and then she hides behind a tree and then what is there she she kind of looks around or motions around yeah and like you see one of the creatures like just standing there right and then we hear the like growling kind of right? yeah and it's creepy like i love this scene like all this build up to this point like her being alone in the woods yeah like when i think about this movie i always think about damn that was scary back in the day like i used yeah. to be fucking terrified watching that shit um i um can never go in the woods again alone ever. <laughs> yeah. i'll never fucking do it again 
I just, I love like, so she sees it initially and then she goes and hides behind a tree. Right. And then like, she like sits there and waits a little well, bit. Well, she doesn't see him. Well, she like, she, she feels that like he's near and then she runs him, yeah. away because like she throws a rock or something and like, I don't know. But so she goes and hides behind a, uh, a tree and she waits for a minute and then she starts to like lean to go around and like it's standing there and it yeah. like growls a little bit and she like freaks out and then like. It like somehow they it gets past her and it stands there, and then um like it fucking runs at her. It just like sh- it's standing yeah. there and it fucking goes straight at her. It's so yeah. fucking scary. Yeah, uh, and then she runs and then like stands in front of the hole and then tricks it into she, falling. She finds the tree. She feels it. And yeah. She's like, oh my god, I recognize this. There's a hole there. Yeah, and so she like stands there and waits and then with perfect precision timing moves out of the way and it falls to the bottom of the pit right look at the fran so she's like sniffing my face she she outsmarts the monster here and then we get this cut to like stuff that's going on back in the village yeah and two of the elders are like crying and like kind of wailing and they're like oh my god he must have dug up one of our costumes from the floorboards and right. been the one like skinning mm-hmm. all the animals around and you're like what right. what the hell are they talking about and well, then it cuts back to oh god they they earlier um they locked up adrian brody after he because they knew that he killed joaquin phoenix or he like tried to kill him so they lock him in this room in this uh like one room house um and then uh so in this scene they cut back to like the older people like opening the door and then finding that the floorboards are like torn up and they're like oh he must have found the costume that we um keep uh, under the floorboards keep under the floorboards yeah uh and then uh uh and then what were you saying oh and then it cuts back to um the woods in the hole and you see adrian brody wearing this like elaborate um monster costume right uh, like dying yeah because he fell and he was like the one wearing the costume and causing all these problems Mm -hmm. he was stalking her yeah but the thing is she doesn't know that that's him right she thinks it's real she has no idea she thinks she just beat a real one right because she remembers that um her dad was like we based them off of creatures that were rumored to be in this area so like she leaves because like bye she would have no way of knowing (laughs) yeah which is sad it's so sad (laughs) And then she makes it to the uh, edge of the woods. What were you saying, Molly? Do you think at the end of the movie she eventually pieced it together? When they say, well, no, 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 they wouldn't because they wouldn't tell the other people about the yeah. costumes. Yeah. Like, they they said at the end that their plan was to say oh. that one of the things killed him. Yeah. Oh, I didn't remember that. Yeah, they say well, that. So, like, that's what the town's going to think is that he got killed. Yeah. Do you think that's what happened in the beginning? Maybe that one kid got too close to the truth and they killed him? Oh, God, Maybe. I hope not. I don't know. <laughs> he was like a child. It seemed like he was sick, and that's why Joaquin wanted yeah. to get the medicine. Like, I think he died of a preventable oh. illness. Yeah. Mm. Why are they all getting sick all of a sudden? Yeah, well, that's the other know. thing. It's like they forced all these people to live, you know. For Okay, here's... Can I say this now? This is what I've yeah. been holding on to. Uh-huh. Yeah. Why I think the twist is like ridiculous. Yeah. Why do we? Why, if you live 
in a cult somewhere else do you have to dress like you're in the 1800s no reason for that absolutely no reason for that so what and then you can't have antibiotics you can't cure people of illnesses you're literally forcing more people to die just for other things yeah because of the decision you made and and they have to wear that right. and they have to look like that yeah. some of the outfits don't get me wrong were fire some of them Right. No, no purpose. <laughs> if if you're making up your own village, why wouldn't you have better outfits? Yeah, you don't have to change yeah. the culture. You just have to like remove yeah. crime. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, you can still live as if you're in that like 1800s, but just wear like better clothes, like more, <laughs> more comfortable, comfortable stuff, clothes. and also like have medicine. Like medicine yeah. is just part right. of the thing. You know, yeah. it's like oh, we have this. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Imagine yeah. the same movie. They're still kind of living like they're set in the 1800s, except everyone's wearing like tech wear and like modern streetwear. That's the movie I want. I wanted. sort of love that. Wait, that's gonna be our commune. <laughs> Bro, like black face masks like cargo pants like baggy belt beanie bitches <laughs> what's it um 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 build a bear stock <laughs> um beans bean. you know they got beans they could just have Barbacoa, but vegan they, oh, they, they could just have like a designated townsgoer, someone who's in on the secret, who just goes every once in a while and restocks all the medicines. Or yeah, like, how have we thought of everything? I forgot the and most important B. Barbs. 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 You gotta have barbs. Yeah. <laughs> um, they or they could have somebody no, hired from the so town weird. that comes by and drops off yeah, shit at the edge of yeah. the woods. You know, Wait. the gifts One from the, the other people. Yeah. Is that like no a plane? No planes or helicopters ever fly over. Yeah. Yeah, because they say that at the end. They like, say it at the end. Yeah. M Night Shyamalan's like, oh, you ever notice how like or says don't talk to people because a while back somebody caught wind that yeah. nothing flies over this and they started asking okay, questions. Let's let's get to that scene. Oh. So she she that just seems so statistically unlikely. Oh yeah, the, the random person well, would do it. Yeah, I see a plane every day, but that's because I live by the airport. But I see a plane <laughs> every day. <laughs> so uh, Bryce Ellis Howard makes it to this like vine area, and she yeah. climbs it. And then right when she gets on the other side of the vines, you realize what's happening because you see like a very nice fence. Modern, <laughs> yeah, a modern fence, a modern road, and then you see a truck Come like up. a Land Rover driving up um and also intercut with this is like the parents finally opening their boxes like the little black box that they have in the corner they open it up uh and they pull out all these photos of them from like the 80s yeah um uh and like, like voiceover and, of like the more modern retelling of what happened to their loved ones is happening right and it's basically like they all like had deaths um in their or like in their close friends or family um and because of that they decide to leave society because of too much crime um and they go and decide because uh um walker got them all together um at a grieving uh 
the therapy thing. Yeah, and he was rich and he was like a history professor, so he like had the idea and like planned it all and um so they're looking at pictures and mementos and stuff. Anyway, he's just really into like cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> or like larping. So, um mm-hmm. so the car drives up to Ivy and a guy comes out and is like, "Yo, you're not supposed to be here. You're not supposed to climb that fence." And she's like, uh, you need to help me. Uh, I, I, uh, I need some medicine. Medicines, please. We must make haste. She says make haste like <laughs> eight times in that conversation. Yeah, and she has a piece of paper <laughs> that Walker gave her with some instructions, and so he, she gives him the um, stuff, and he's like, "Wait, you really came out from out of there?" And he's, she's like, "He like yeah. can't believe it because yeah. we've seen when she comes down, there's a sign." That says this is like a quote wildlife preserve right. and no humans are allowed. And so he's like, okay, we have like a guard station nearby. I'll just drive over and get the stuff and bring them back to you. Um, and so he goes to the guard station and then we get a nice scene of M. Night Shyamalan explaining the entire plot yeah. to us. <laughs> yeah, I didn't love that. We both looked at each other and we were like, that was weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he just word for word tells you what's happening. Doesn't leave any guessing. Also, it's it's funny because, like, it, it's it's a reveal that it's him. Because, like, explaining. it's just him reading the newspaper yeah. and, like, his feet So, yeah, up. it's from his perspective. He's basically the boss um, or the guard or whatever. And he's, like, reading the newspaper and puts it down at when the guy walks in and is, like, doing this whole thing about how you should never uh, talk to anyone. Like, too many people ask too many questions about this place. Um, and also on the car, it says Walker Wildlife Preserve. Yeah. Um, and it's basically a wildlife preserve that no one's allowed on. That's owned by Walker. Yeah. And so, um, uh, he explains like, oh, people are asking questions a few years ago. Someone found out that, uh, someone had paid off people in the government to make this area no fly zone. So planes don't fly overhead. Um, and, uh, we have like a big, um, like grant from some sort of foundation that pays us to do, to guard uh, around this area, guard the borders and just make sure no one goes in. Um, and then he's like, yeah, so don't talk to anyone and don't tell them anything that I just said. It's like he got so stressed that people would pick apart all the things that could go wrong right. with having this. So he was like, one speech, we're just going to fucking knock it out. And then the guy um, goes over and like secretly grabs the um, medicines Hardly and stuff. Hardly any supplies. And then he opens like one of the doors to one of the like cases or whatever and in the reflection it's revealed that the person who was explaining all this to you the boss was was m night m night Shyamalan himself something that you totally weren't already like oh when's he gonna make an appearance by this point you know like you knew he was gonna show up he really thinks he's doing something there every time (laughs) i want to feel as special as he probably does like yeah he probably thinks he's the shit right Right. and he's allowed to <laughs> I mean, I would if I was M. Night Shyamalan. He's like, everyone knows who that fucker is, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Um So yeah, he just explains the entire plot, which is silly. But also, um, so I was reading on Wikipedia that um apparently the like script l- leaked a year before it came out. Um oh, no. and 
apparently the the leaked script ended where she climbed the wall and then the truck drives up to her and then the script ends. Oh. So like all of this was tacked on. So maybe like he saw people like commenting on it online and being like, oh, this is stupid. But what if they saw planes flying over and then like read all those theories and was like, I'm going to fix this. And then he like just writes (laughs) that end scene. (laughs) honestly i would have liked the original better i gotta say yeah me too Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i don't love the ending um but she gets all the medicines and she goes back and makes it back to the um village and uh like the people like see her and then someone comes up to where all the elders are and says uh ivy's back and she got attacked by one of the things in the woods and they like put everything together and they're like okay we'll find uh agent brody and give him a proper burial and say it was the things that killed him and And then then, that's the end oh and then she like comes up to him and like she's like i'm back yeah and then it's the end the end yeah but yeah and it's like did he live or die we don't know know. we won't the world may never know no the world Mm. may never know he probably died because they barely got any gauze yeah yeah (laughs) so true (laughs) Like, did you uh, notice that? Yeah. <laughs> um, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? So what you gonna do? It's it's really like shitty of them to just like gaslight their children like this. Yeah, yeah, like, but do it all the time. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that doesn't that doesn't make it right. Yeah. <laughs> but it happens. It's out there. Yeah. I mean, this is basically a cult, I guess. That's super fucked up. I guess I wasn't thinking about that. I guess every time I think about cults, it's in the context that I join it willingly. But I feel bad yeah. for all the people who are like born into that and yeah. don't have a choice. Right. Yeah. And when I say I join it, I mean just like somebody, not me, but somebody in general would like choose that lifestyle. Not me though. Not me. Right. <laughs> 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 <Tell> me <else. laughs> um. Yeah, so it is fucked up. I mean, like think about like, being born in sci- into Scientology, you know? <laughs> like, that's kind of... That's up there. Yeah. yeah. Please don't kill me. Although you'll probably be rich, so... I yeah, mean, you probably you get would that. be rich. Uh, With Scientology? Depends, though. If you're born on that sea ship, you have, oh, you have no money. Oh, no, I was watching the Remini thing. They, like, shipped... The, they sold their kids to go work on that fucking cruise yeah. line. Yeah. Like they have no money. It's only like the rich, rich one percent of the Scientologists. They have a cruise. Yeah, they're a Sea Org, and since it's on international waters, they're like away from like U.S. law. They kill people. Yeah, there. they can do literally. You no, know, like people die. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's yeah. super fucked up. And they're mm-hmm. gonna find this podcast and put hits out on us. Probably I hope they do. <laughs> you welcome the challenge. <laughs> yes, Mary Folger. Do you challenge Scientology right here, right now? I do. I did my senior project on it, and I listened to the first tape, and I'm ready. I had to stop. I've had to stop Maddie multiple times in different <laughs> cities from walking into Scientology buildings. <laughs> I've had to physically hold her back. <laughs> Dude, I know you think you're like, even if you like went in as a bit. Like your brain doesn't know that. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> sign up for real. Guys, that's great. Wait, which cities? I'm very curious. New York. New York, I know. I've had to. Because we were staying across the street from one. Oh my God. And then probably this one. I think we downtown walked by the Columbus. one downtown. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That one's gone. Oh, the it one is? Where Sydney lives. There's like a whole big Scientology building. Really? Yeah. Yes, by Sydney, yeah. Like super close. Yeah, it's like like a few minutes. On, is, it, is it Dublin Road? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I saw it on a map uh, when it got built. I was like, what? This big modernist looking building, which is just scarier. You know? A lot of glass, a lot of white. Uh, Much like Scientology. Anyway. So. Where were we? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, being born into a cult. Yeah. So what else? Is there anything else we should talk about? It's mostly all right. I mean, it's yeah. like a fine movie. Like mm-hmm. I like the dialogue, the way it's written, except for the really, really corny love stuff. Uh, but you know, it's it's fun. I I I do like the scene where Judy Greer has that really dramatic because the way they play it off um like she it's really corny of her to say it but then it's like a joke at the end so yeah it, it works well she kills it man she's just yeah, great she's great every time every time i see judy greer in a movie i'm like you couldn't have cast a better person like top-notch <laughs> choice every fucking time should we go into our awards oh speaking of yeah yeah so manny i don't know if we've done these since you've last been on it's been a minute um we give out acting awards but only one but we have two awards and so if the movie if you consider the movie to be a good movie the actor from the movie receives the jared padalecki padalecki acting awards for excellence in acting um, and you just pick who you think killed it, and then. But if you consider it a bad movie, you will be giving the actor the Jensen Accolade, <laughs> Jensen uh, Acting Award for you tried your best in a shitty movie. Um, so those are the two. So like we just pick which one we give and who we give it to. Um, I like it. That, uh, uh, I gotta think. Hold on. Uh, it's probably a Jared, right? Oh, I mean, I'm giving it a Jared. I just don't know who um, I'm giving it to. Who are we giving it to? I gotta agree on the Jared, and I think I go- I I feel like I have to give it to Bryce Dallas Howard. Hmm. That's good. See, my mind was leaning, but I was like, I gotta be missing somebody. This is gonna sound like basically every other podcast we've done, but there are a lot of parts where I wasn't paying all the way attention, <laughs> and she um. Her performance was the one I noticed the most. <laughs> I think. Well. What? <laughs> you go. <laughs> I hate Zoom. I th- I think that I like, I'm leaning. I want to give it to William Hurt, <laughs> but okay. continue. I'm not. I'm. I just. I'm feeling like that, but I don't want to. Maddie, what were you gonna say? I don't even know, but oh, I was thinking maybe, maybe we should give it to Judy Greer because Judy Greer doesn't get 
the recognition she deserves that's in, true. in me thing. that's you're, so you true know? she's yeah. way overdue this is us giving yeah. her an award like leo getting his oscar for something that wasn't quite his best role but like it was like it's time judy needs an we award. all know judy her role i'm sorry both of you talked at the same time <laughs> maddie go ahead you go I said it's the Judy Greer It's Time Lifetime Achievement. Yes. Yeah. We'll keep we'll keep that one on the back burner for a possible future award for a few people. Wait, I want to change my answer while I'm talking. Um Jesse Eisenberg. Oh. Oh yeah. Good. Just joking. He'll never get awards. <laughs> That's not true either. I think he's mostly fine sometimes. I don't like him as a person, but as an actor he's fine. I think my I like can't get over him playing Mark Zuckerberg, and every time I think about him, it like the correlation's too strong, and it makes me mad. My person, you know what's crazy is like <laughs> if I find out Jesse Eisenberg's in a movie, I'm like, oh, I'm in. Like I will, yeah, no, I will hands great. down watch any movie that guy is involved with. But like my perception of him as a person is, I just imagine he's like his characters, and I hate I, it's him so hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, I mean, I know I was thinking about this today. I know that he was. I think doing a bit with that interview with that girl, but when you're that good at acting like a gaslighter, it's a habit. Yeah. Not a bit. Yeah. It's a habit. (laughs) And speaking of all that weird stuff, Army Hammer said that we wrote off as charming. Exactly. (laughs) I'm not ready to get roasted about that for the rest of my life. (laughs) We don't forget. So I I know. Give no, um, I do. I get hyped about Jesse Eisenberg movies. I do think he's a great actor. <laughs> yeah. Harish, were you about to give it to Jesse Eisenberg? Judy Greer. Oh, Judy Greer. Judy Greer is the right choice. Judy right. Greer is the. I I feel like I'm giving Judy Greer a Jared tonight. Cool. Go Judy. Yes. Uh, we love it. This is really for 13 going on 30. All right. What, what would you That's do? What I was saying. Whoa, bro! You're gonna say that like Jawbreaker doesn't exist? I haven't she seen Jawbreaker. That. I've not seen that either. <laughs> <laughs> Molly's so mad she's leaving. <laughs> oh my god. Wait. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, I had to do like a personal situation. That was nasty. I wish I could have screen recorded you I know. screaming. <laughs> With your mic off, stop. That's so funny. Um, what's the next thing? Well, what, what, what would you, would you do? do? What would you do if it was if you? You were in the movie. I, know, I would be like so pissed off that they were <laughs> fucking gaslighting me my whole life. Well, the, you wouldn't know. I know it's fucked up. Yeah. Fucked up society. Um, if I were in the movie, I would die. Like the kid in the beginning have no notable contribution sick. whatsoever <laughs> and have an early death i would I probably know. be jesse eisenberg <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense i'd be um what's it franz Kahn's. oh yeah that's uh, not his name yeah Somebody's- what is it? Guy from Cabin in the Woods. France. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Franz yeah, yeah. or something. France. <laughs> <laughs> Just in general. I like his aura. Yeah. I 
I have like a hard time because like everyone is really scared of these things. I mean, like they do their little schoolboy pranks and stuff. But like, I'd be fascinated with them. Like Fran Kranz. Fran Kranz. <laughs> um, That's his name. I wouldn't like. I wouldn't want to come face to face with one, but if it was like, oh, there's one in the town, I would like hide in a place where I could look at it, you know, because I'd be like, I want to get a closer look at this thing. Yeah. They're fucking scary. It would be cool. I disagree with that. Dude, I, I read a lot of like indigenous lore and all that shit about like things in the woods scares me. Oh, it's yeah. terrifying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get down with I that. Wouldn't, I wouldn't go into their territory. I'd wait till they come into ours, and then I'd like post up somewhere. Like I'd get on the roof and be like, "All right, let's see you climb with those uh, claws, those little scratchers." <laughs> you can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's you can't break a nail. That's you don't want true. that. It's painful. Um, I don't want to fuck around, and I don't want to find out. I'll find out. Did you say? Who What's you my were? mom gonna do? Kill me? Um the i don't know i don't know who i am i would my mom theoretically in this film not my real one she can't do that um <laughs> what no never mind um <laughs> you doubled down on I, I doubled down on when i shouldn't have um <laughs> i don't know who i relate to because i feel like they're all dumbasses um yeah because i guess I guess one of the little shit had kids. I don't like one yeah. of the the people that y'all have mentioned. I guess one of them. Yeah. I think we'd be ourselves, <laughs> and I think we should do this in real life. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that okay. be like so funny? <laughs> yeah, guys, wouldn't it be really like uh, that'd be real fuck you to the government, right? If we just like <laughs> did it ourselves. <laughs> I'm into it. Um, I think about it sometimes. Anyone got any stock in linen clothes? <laughs> 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 or, you know, access to um, a privately owned uh, wildlife conservatory. Yeah, preserve. Preserve. Yeah. <laughs> I had a stroke. Um, Anyone got any weird forest monsters that they could let us borrow like two of just to keep it spicy? I do have that, actually. Oh, good. So we're halfway there. So uh, is there a villain in this movie? Yeah, the fucking old people. <laughs> yeah, the elders. Yes. You, just, the villain all the time. you could just say, like, those we don't speak of. Because it's kind of like they're putting on a character. Uh, okay, so villain ranking. Hang on, hang on. Maddie, you can do a ranking out of the movies you've been on. I don't remember what those are. Insidious. On the podcast? Yeah. Insidious, Jennifer's Body, um... The hill, not the hills have eyes. Event Horizon. Right. There we go. I said hills have eyes because Event Horizon. Horizon. And, um, <laughs> uh, a villain ranking of those. Yeah. yeah. Versus the guys in this movie. Spooky. I might have a controversial pick. Say, and what is what's the criteria? Just like. Anything, whatever, yeah, whatever is coolest, whatever you like the most. I don't I'll, know. I base a lot of like, can I kick their ass? I kind of mm. do whatever I think is coolest. I might go the coolest route because if I and I guess coolest and at the top is I could kick their ass the least. So, uh, Jennifer and Jennifer's body mm-hmm. is, is my number one, and then I'm gonna say. 
the insidious demons they scare me but they're very cool and they're they're very memorable to me like I will never forget one time I woke up before high school and someone posted a picture of the red-faced demon and I almost shit my pants before school. Oh, my. Um, (laughs) And then the Event Horizon. What's the villain in that again? So, like, Sam Neill is, like, a demonic version of himself because it's, like, hell. Right. Okay. So, yeah, him. Because I could probably kick his ass. Right, I mean, not easily. Yeah. Did you see that flesh pile? I'm sorry. Are we forgetting about the Event Horizon flesh pile? (laughs) I say that out of the four, he I can kick his ass uh, less so than the other two, but not as much as I could kick the ass of all of these old people. They have nothing on me. They can just walk fast in those costumes. Yeah, and so they're my they're my bottom mine they're at bottom. the bottom of mine unless two <gasps> i agree they're bottom i made them the first what what <laughs> i love these fuckers they're evil because <laughs> okay here's my thing is i'm actually basing it a lot more of like the character they've created because like yeah it's so good it's so good. Do I think I could kick their ass? Absolutely. Do I think that I'd eventually become, like, catch on to what the fuck's going on? Absolutely. But, like, I don't know. I think it's kind of, it's real messy. So I like it. You know, it's dramatic. I appreciate the theatrics. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. What are we going to rate this movie out of? Red That's berries. Good. Magic rocks. Mm. Dab what? I feel like Maddie and I have said things at the exact same time, like every time we spoke. Okay. <laughs> what did y'all say? I don't fucking remember. I said dab wounds. Ooh. Like Joaquin. Stab wounds. I thought you said. <laughs> Doubloons. Doubloons. How many black boxes? Black boxes. Black boxes. The towns. Uh, Red cloaks. Red cloak. Yellow cloak. Skinned animals. Uh, Fuck. This is another one of those ones that's like really hard to come up with like a thing for. Yeah, I don't know. Villages. There are these like there's this one shot where William Hurt is talking and like behind him are like these perfect cabbages. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did you guys clock the those? vegetables? Cabbage. Yeah, they were so the vegetable large. garden garden was like the most beautiful vegetable garden I've ever seen. So yeah. my vote is in perfect little cabbages. I like that. That's Love cute. That. We're never gonna see that again. wounds. <laughs> I feel like stab wounds is dark, <laughs> but I mean it's out there. Perfect little cabbages. How many death pits? Cabbages. Death. <laughs> mm-hmm. Costumes. Uh. Uh. Porcupine. Porcupine monsters. monsters. Mm. Uh. Bells. Uh. I don't know. God, why is this so hard? 
I'm going to look up a brief plot summary of the village and the first noun I see is what I want to go with. Towns. Blood. No. Can't be blood. How many bloods? Blood. Stupid. Red painted doors. Towns is good. I like towns. There's one town. No, it's the but towns. The towns, are what they're oh, right the, the towns. The towns. Oh, the, yeah. the towns with the medicines. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. towns a lot. I want to back towns. Fuck it. We'll do towns. Okay. Out of 10 towns. 10 towns. I'm going to give it a, a solid seven towns. I like this movie. I thought it was really good. Yeah. It also gets a solid seven towns for me. I think this movie is like... No, I'm going to give it... Fuck, fuck it. I'm giving it eight towns. What the fuck? Because I gave Science 7, so I'm going to give this one eight. I don't think it's a perfect movie, but I think it, like, deserves to be re-looked at for, by people because, like, it's one of his better films, and it's yeah. just a good story. Yeah. And I think now that we're, like, super into, like, period horror, I think yeah. it's, like, it's worth the watch. I'll also give it seven towns because um i agree it's it's like fine i mean there's some parts that are corny and some some stuff about it is dumb but like it's it's like a fine movie and like just enjoyable pretty good mm-hmm. madeline we give it a 7.5 for Whoa. like it for in the genre of horror and the point five, I feel like, is because of the nostalgic factor I have with it. Why? Well, I guess it's every movie we end up doing other than um, Event Horizon has a nostalgic factor for me. I yeah. sound like a broken record, but it does make a difference, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know if I had watched it now but for the first time, if I would feel as, uh, or I would think of it as highly as I do. Yeah, I also yeah. have like a heavy nostalgia play. I thought about that too. And I that came into play with Signs when we watched it. They didn't like it so much. Um, mm-hmm. But I liked it because like I just was rem- reminiscing on all the times when I was younger and watching it. And I was like, oh, this is great. Mm-hmm. I can see. We, going back to our Signs discussion, um, I see how this movie and Signs relate. Yeah. And I, I agree with what Harish said as where Sixth Sense is the outlier movie. Mm-hmm. Um. I definitely see more like similarities between um, this and Signs. Yeah, than I did between like Sixth Sense and any of them. I think this is better than Signs, though. I agree as well. These are like this and Signs are to me like in my life were like the essential M Night double feature because I had never seen the Sixth Sense, so I didn't know any better. All right, uh, should we do some movie recommendations based off of this movie? Yeah, The Witch. The Vivitch. Yeah. Nice. Oh yeah. That's yeah. really good, and it's like actually period horror, and it's like so good. And uh, the other one, the the lighthouse. Oh, oh yeah. the other. <laughs> I was I like, like, how are those connected? They're directed by the same guy. Yep. I feel a lot like the guy in the lighthouse right now. <laughs> Which one? Oh. <laughs> 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 I'm simultaneously Willem Dafoe, Robert Pattinson, and the Seagull. <laughs> <laughs> Triple crown, baby. Let's go. Whoa. Um, I I almost don't want to rec- this, recommend this one because Molly, I have a feeling you have a recommendation. No, go ahead. Midsummer. You're not. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Good shit. 
I was also going to say that. It's the, like, because it's a modern day village, like, other, like, year type, you know, like. Yeah, they have their big communal dinner. Yeah, like, it's it feels like another time. The Adrian Brody character is, like, there's, uh, Ari Aster does that as well. I saw, like, a, you know, a comment on how there's, like, a character in each of his films is like specifically used because of their disability which mm-hmm. is interesting yeah. but it is like that mirrored it for me as well and then I thought more and I was like hmm it's also it's got that feeling of like everything is sort of fine but also it's not at all right. you know? yeah probably wrote down one or two more yeah um I fucking love Midsummer. um I love and this is, I, I like said this already, but movies about kind of insular communities where like tradition and um, all of that takes precedent. This made me want to get back to writing our short, Sam. Oh, but, yeah. Um, like in a big way. Uh huh. But um, where like tradition takes precedence over like, like value of quality of life, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like where communities become so obsessed with like these rules and like they, things have to be kept in a certain way. Um, that when people start breaking out of line, it becomes a dangerous situation for the community. I love that dynamic. Um, um, did you one of my recs is a hot fuzz. Ooh. I think it does that also. How did yeah, I not think good. about that? That's a really good rec. Yeah. Oh my god. Basically, a very similar reveal. Um. Do you have any more, Molly? Yeah, I didn't want to like talk a whole bunch. I felt weird about it. Um, I have a few more. I'd say the original Wicker Man. Uh, okay. Mm. Also, probably the remake. Not the Nick Cage one. Yeah, buddy. Um, Sleepy Hollow. I think visually, all right, really had a good parallel to this. There's a lot of interesting play with like the color red in Sleepy Hollow. It's like a really bright orange kind of, and um, just that like uh, 19th century dynamic. Um, visually it's really cool and then my ultimate rec for this movie is the book the giver by lois lowry <laughs> which i'm uh, i don't know if you know this that was like my first favorite book i'm obsessed with the giver it's really um, good i like that book yeah i read that in elementary school for a class and i haven't been able to shut the fuck up about it for like 15 <laughs> years <laughs> so um it's one of my favorite books of all time and it does a good thing about like kind of like close-knit communities ruled by elders with um again using like motifs of color mm-hmm. yeah and like playing with that whole aspect so the parallels between that and this movie are really strong for me and it's like it oh and i really hate that there were like i won't acknowledge the fact that there are sequels um <laughs> or editions because it's a perfect book it ends in such a way oh oh i'm gonna reread the giver tonight <laughs> it's so good it's so good and i know Probably a lot of people have read The Giver and they're like, Molly, why are you fucking talking about The Giver? Like, you haven't read it. Because someone might not have. And I am going to pitch that book so fucking hard. I'm going to cram. I'm going to cram The Giver down your throat. But, like, the movie, I'm not going to recommend. But the book is so fucking good. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good up. rec. I feel it. I didn't have any more. I had. Oh, um, Krampus. Because it looks like the creature looks like the Krampus. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Krampus is a good movie with Tony Collette. <laughs> I was thinking the ritual also. Yeah. Just like yeah. in the woods. Yeah. 
I read that book last year. It's pretty good. Book. Very different, but also not. Actually, no. It is very different. <laughs> They're like the book is heavy with the plot line with these heavy metal guys. Yeah. And like, wow, it's just a completely different story. Be curious about that. Um. Maddie, did you have anything? Hmm. Let me think. Um, let me find what that, whatever that movie is. What's his name? Michael Pitts? Michael. Oh, yeah. With Sandra Bullock, right? Yes. Because I know. I think it's like numbers. Murder by numbers. One time I was watching all of the Sandra Bullock movies, or that was my goal. I got through about five. This was one of them. It has that guy, Sandra Bullock, and Ryan Gosling in it. And it's okay. It's like a it's a spooky thriller, murder mystery type thing. It's pretty good. Oh, um, I like that. Even though I don't like him, I don't think he if I met him, I don't know if he would be a good person. I'm trying to think of anything else. Um The Joker. No. Joker. Oh my god. That tweet that Sam sent where it says I'm gonna become the broker, it took me out. <laughs> and I ranked my shit. Uh, I can't get over Stock's tweets. Like, oh god, I'm like I barely know what's going on, but boy are the memes good. Bro, I can't stop looking at that gif of um uh Leonardo DiCaprio and Wolf of Wall Street where he's got the underbite. It's making me laugh so hard. I'm like Foaming at the mouth, thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, that that's. Uh... <laughs> I've been on the internet near fucking constantly since all the stock stuff's happening. I can't tear away, but it's so fucking funny. Like I fucking love the internet. I talk. Oh, oh my god. Oh, oh, that this is from the giver. This is um a poster of oh, the cool. giver. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nice. Molly is pointing at a poster with an apple. Yeah, um, sorry. It's not a Death Note reference. It's the giver. That is when he holds the apple in Twilight. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's exactly oh. what that is. <laughs> yeah, it's like text. It like It's the passages from the giver. I don't know if you can see that. You know what? Now that I think about it, I w- would also like to recommend uh, Twilight, the first one specifically, because... The colors are the same, except Twilight is greener, mm. more blue green, but like the reds are very red, and it's bleak. It's a classic. Good, nice. good rack. Twilight rules. All right. Uh, yeah. So uh, you can follow me at not. Uh, wait, Molly, uh, Maddie, did you have plugs? Uh, did you want to plug your uh, Instagram or Twitter or whatever? Here's the thing. I'm going to talk about my beef with Twitter right now. I am tweeting things. And they are only getting three likes and they are very funny. <laughs> so if I don't start liking my tweets again, I'm going to log off the app for good. I'm not going to lie, Maddie. I have not seen like any tweets from you on my timeline. Yeah, me neither. Twitter is suppressing you because I have not seen anything. I'm not about songs. People aren't seeing it. 
Uh, well, here, let me let me see if there was a particularly good one that I should mention. Like, how do I? It like, should know that because, like, we're in a group that's very active together. You know, like we're constantly interacting. Um, Sam, the weird thing is, is you have liked all of them. Oh, wow. <laughs> maybe you just don't tweet as frequently wow. as I expect you to. I think maybe I don't. Well, you didn't like. You didn't see this one. Molly just liked it. Thank you, Molly. It's. Thanks to Drunk History for teaching me a lot of shit I've never even heard of. All of my middle school history teachers, you can choke. And it's funnier when I say it than it is when you read it. Like, I mean, I just thought that was funny. And then here I am thinking things are very, very funny. And I'm like, am I the cringe friend? Probably. So follow me on, at, at Joe Pesci 420 how dare you say you're the cringe friend when I'm right here, bro? Who <laughs> <laughs> entered the call saying, hey, Maddie, that's poggers. <laughs> well, you know what? My, there are things that I'm saying now that are very much influenced um, by Sean. Here, I'm going to, I'll give the listeners a sneak peek of one of my drafts that I'm going to tweet out on the weekend because it happened on a weekend, but we're going to pretend like it didn't. So here's the tweet. One of the first things my BF asks when we wake up is, or one of the first things my BF asks me when we woke up is, is the gel they use for ultrasounds edible? Uh-huh. Speechless. <laughs> I'm, I immediately went to, I want, I think I'm trying to. It is. No. Yes, it? I bet it, it is. It is. Yeah. We looked it up because we had a pseudo argument about it. <laughs> What could have possibly led someone to ask that? That's really my main concern. Because, you know, whether or not it is, whatever. But why the fuck is one of the first things that this man asks me in the morning (laughs) is ultrasound gel edible? The only thing that brought it up was that I said one of my friends is pregnant. And then (laughs) that was what came out. You know what? I could... I wouldn't doubt that it, there would be a moment where my mind would somehow land there. I don't doubt that I could fall down that path somehow. Maybe because he was hungry. <laughs> I don't know. I really can't. I can't. And then he said, it's a joke. It's a joke. Is it? He Is thought it? about spreading some of that on his toast and he was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Arish, you can't do that. Toast can't get pregnant. <laughs> Maybe it's like, uh, yeah. you know, like how people want to eat Tide Pods, like it's forbidden. <laughs> Maybe he just finds it, like, appealing in concept somehow. Yes. What's don't tell him I told you and, and don't tell him that I'm going to tweet it because he doesn't have a Twitter, so he won't see it. Okay. Maddie, I straight up do not know how to find this guy. Maddie, next time I see Sean, I'm going to say, hey, what do you think about ultrasound gel? Oh, my God. You think we could eat that? <laughs> Wait, so are you saying next time we do like a picnic, I should bring some? Yeah. (laughs) Sean, I heard you're a fan. (laughs) (laughs) This is vegan, Um, even though it's probably not. (laughs) There's got to be some gelatin in there. Mm -hmm. You can find him on Instagram. I'll, I'll promote his Instagram. I actually don't know that name. His name is Sean Ferguson, and he's my boyfriend. And he's on Instagram, but not Twitter. And he's on Twitch. And he's on Reddit. Oh, that's Pogger. 
Alright, uh... What does he play? No idea. Does he stay? Uh, what's that one game, Harish? Which game? Cyberpunk? Oh, Cyberpunk. Sean likes Cyberpunk. I almost said Mortal Kombat. Uh, yes, Cyberpunk. <laughs> At least last we talked to him, he did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Harish, So, Molly? you can follow me at Not A Credit Card and everything. You can get me at Save Our Shaggy. That's a Scooby-Doo reference on everything. You can find me on Twitter at Midsummer Queen a movie we recommended mm-hmm. and um i'm on letterboxd at mo11y h-a-i-n-e-s and right now i'm just logging a bunch of stuff that i'm watching at sundance right now and that's like shameless bragging but um uh it was short it was short film day for me so i've been watching a lot of really cool shorts nice um, yeah so if you want to if you want to peep peep that don't but Get like molly's peep, early peep. reviews Molly, you went all the way back to June. It wasn't hard. You don't tweet much. Yeah, um, see? You can follow the show. You can follow the show at Tipsy Terror on Twitter, tipsyterrorpod at gmail.com. If you want to email us, tipsyterror.rip, tipsyterror.wtf, tipsyterror.pub. And also, I was trying to figure out how to type in the chat. Also. Pube. Tipsyterror.com. And uh, those will have all of our stuff. And that's the episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.